Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing! Starring the original book divas Martha Steele and Vonnie Golden. And also featuring Rachel Young, a true crime goddess. Keith Steigert, Uber Reader and Romance Junkie. These people are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination one book at a time, they are three book girls. Instead of doing an ugly Christmas sweater this year, uh-huh. I'm doing an, uh, <laughs> an ugly, ugly Christmas bowling, bowling shirt. shirt. Yep. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> That's cool. And then when people look at them to say, dude, stop staring at my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Quit looking at my pussy. Do you have that made? Do people just make those? People make them. I saw a, an ad for it wow. on um, on Facebook, and there's a whole line of these cool vintage-looking bowling shirts. And Why I thought, do you get ads for cool crap like that, and I always get the ads for period panties? Like, what the fuck? I know, right? It's because I'm so quirky. Like, I could ever use period <laughs> panties. Good Lord. Be like wearing a diaper. They're like, you're peeing yourself everywhere. You have, like, a crazy period. You need these underwear. Because obviously you're dribbling everywhere you go. I have my days when I want to read about pretty people who fall in insta love. And then I have my days when I want realistic shit. Like where two people are just like, eh, you're ugly. Well, you're an asshole. Oh, well, now I've gotten to know you and you're actually pretty cool. You are too. I don't even see your weird beak anymore. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Keith. You're so sweet. I love you too, baby. <laughs> There's a whole series of books. Um, I can't remember the name. I've read two or three of them that are based on, you know, they're called plus size, you know, but essentially yeah. they're just abnormal women with, yeah. So there's a whole series of those. I've liked them. I read a couple of them. So they're not dirty enough for me, though. So. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about the links that you put for the Amazon? Yeah. Now, if you click on that link and then buy other things, we get commission on all the things that you, as so long, long as you, you bought it within half an hour of that link. Well, I just ordered $200 off of Amazon and I did it. I clicked on our link. Oh. That's why I was, but some of the stuff was stuff that I already had in my cart. So that's why I was kind of asking. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. And, Cause I and went to the hot dog be in your underwear cart link. already. Oh it, yeah. Well, some of the stuff was in my cart. Some for... of it was not. So we won't okay. get credit for all of it, but most of it. Because like, the, that's what, what he said. From other Socks. affiliates. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I bought those. I bought, I didn't get the hot dog underwear. I got one that are American flag and it has an eagle on the wiener. <laughs> has a bald eagle on the wiener. It's, so I got it's his pecker. <laughs> Sorry. It's his little bald eagle. <laughs> little. <laughs> I guess that's his business. <laughs> Let's see. What else did I buy? That's did the only funny things I bought. An offer from Audible about how if you get, if you prepay for a year for $90 and you get the 12 credits. Did you Mm-mm. get that? No. I mean, it's an Amazon thing. Oh, is it? I'm just not sure if it's for particular people or if I can post a link for the trial. Oh, I just wondered if you guys got it too or if it's like for specific. These underwear that I got, Tyler, they have a ball hammock. Seriously? Have you ever heard of underwear with a ball hammock? underwear are amazing. I have actually heard about that. Because I was looking at it. They're supposed to be the big thing this holiday. But they're expensive as well. Yes, I was going to say, I saw an well, ad for them somewhere and I took a look to see and it was like, man, I'm not paying that much for one pair of underwear. Well, I only right? do it at Christmas time. Yeah, I only do it at Christmas time. And it's only now that I only have to buy him one pair of underwear a year. Like yeah, when yeah. he was younger, I went for the cheaper underwear for sure. But let me see yeah, if I can find these. It came out as a gag gift. And then all these people wrote the company and were like, can you make them in just <laughs> solids rather than hysterical prints because these are actually really good underwear huh and now it's like a thing (laughs) who knew a ball hammock would be a thing (laughs) let me see i'll show you this video this video is hilarious me and ladies if 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 you have a husband me and laura were were, um oh my god see it's got a ball hammock in it 
And me that and Laura were, just... were watching this at work. We do such inappropriate things at work sometimes. I might have to get some of those for nice. Wait, not wait, the wait, eagle wait, wait. ones. I don't want eagle well, hold ones. on. They have, they have some that has a little bow tie. Those would be good for Dylan. <laughs> He's fancy. He is fancy, wait. but he does a fancy ball. He doesn't wear a bow tie what? though. Dude, it sounds like porn music. Well, it is about a ball hammock, so maybe I should get a pair I'm for both of my guys. That'd be that'd be kind of hilarious. See, and they have solids. So. That is really interesting. I mean, I don't have balls, so I don't know how that would be a good thing. But I think it's just because it 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 separates your balls from like your your body, so it cools them. I don't know. Well, I would it's... imagine that it helps with shape or chafing because you know a lot of guys like put oh, yeah. baby oh, powder yeah. on their balls because I mean think about it think about if you're you had no support for your boobs and they were just hanging and sweating all day long and just swinging back and forth they would get a little well not you because you don't have boobs but us that have boobs <laughs> they would get they would get shaped on the hammock on the uh, well, yeah that's what these are wire and shit the boobs boob underwire hammock. is not a hammock no is like a cage they're like 22 to 30 dollars a piece yeah that's yeah. what i said they're expensive see look with the little bow tie it does kind of look you know fancy, what though like if, if your guy insists on wearing i think i'll get him some like <laughs> ones he could wear like, i like the hot dog ones i'm getting tyler probably the, good for his swimmers the one with the uh, bald eagle i don't know that i want it to be good for his swimmers yet Right. Well, for you, but if like you're trying to go through infertility. No, stuff, I'm talking about for my 23 year old son. I don't think that's a oh, good idea. He's 23. They're already swimming fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just have him drink a whole lot of Mountain Dew. What? Does that kill him? You guys have never heard that? My husband mm -hmm. was convinced when he was in his 20s that Mountain Dew killed sperm because that's what everybody says up here. Oh my God. What the fuck? That's weird. I don't think I've ever Seriously, heard anything like, like that. Really? Here. Who do I subscribe? The girl what? with the with the oh, body yes. parts. Yeah. We have to t we have to share that this week because Dude, it's just so if funny. It was up to me, I would post one of her TikToks every single week because I just love seeing. You know, sometimes her we should reach out to her bedazzled. and see if she reads. <laughs> Seriously, you say that every time we bring her up. Do it. I can't do it. I'll do it. Why? Like, because it. Bonnie's the clerical person. I can't person. do it because I'm socially awkward. <laughs> Bonnie can yeah, do it because so Bonnie... we all are. That's why we're on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> can I tell you something regarding underwear, Bonnie, that has been a game changer? So like last year, I bought some menstrual underwear. Mm -hmm. We were just I... talking, about, talking that. about that. I love them. I wear them even when I'm not on my period. Why? I love them. Why? What's so special about them? So I love the fabric that they're made out of. They don't have like tags or stuff. They don't have like um, the elastic that like breaks everywhere with things. They're, they have like, if you need like odor protection, they're absorbent. They wash no amazingly, ass. no staining, no nothing. Like they're amazing. Maybe we should put, See, but this is another put a link. Thing insanely expensive. I will definitely link them, but they're real expensive, right? No, I got, oh, and really? they were, they were a good enough price that I actually got like two or three packs of them. Cause, cause I wear them all the, and it's been oh. over a year now. I have no staining. They don't have any sort of odor. They, I mean, they have no fraying on them. Cause let's call it what it is. We've all worn fruit of the loom and Hanes and especially yeah. Um, when your waistline goes a little up and down, sometimes up, those things like the elastic just fucking pops apart and it hurts. Like, well, you know what? The problem I have with the elastic on regular underwear, one of the reasons why I went to these other ones that I'm wearing now. Okay, I have a pregnancy pouch because I've, you know, had babies. Mm -hmm. So things are a little jiggly and loose. And mm -hmm. when my belly's just a little bit bloaty or big, my underwear will roll down to the yeah. underneath my belly and I've got like, you know, mm -hmm. a beer gut kind of thing. I feel like mm. Homer Simpson mm. just, uh -huh. and it's uncomfortable mainly because yeah. then it sits on the bottom of my C-section scar Ooh, yeah, and it just bugs yeah. the hell out of me all day long. So I, 
I got into these, I got some of these boy shorts that are seamless and they're real thin material and there's no tags mm -hmm. and um, they don't roll. Yeah. And I only bought yeah. one pack to try them because I'm really bad to buy a pack of underwear because I'm like, oh, these are going to be super comfortable, and which I did. Two packs yeah. I bought and they sucked and they were so uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, and I know... My middle sister, she has, she buys a specific kind of underwear because she literally has no ass. <laughs> and mm -hmm. <laughs> so like her underwear will just fall down if she doesn't have these specific, because she's like, God damn it, they're That's always falling. Sweet. But she has a specific kind that it helps stay where she puts them. And so mm -hmm. she's like, it's my pants don't fall down, like all that kind of stuff. So kind of like what you were saying, Bonnie, it's like yeah. you have, like finding these things that work for your body. What, right. um, cause Rachel, if you send that link or send that information to they Keith. They do. Yeah. Let me, I'll, let me double Because check. the brand that always, that Facebook desperately wants me to buy is on Amazon. I'm looking now. Here, let me look. We were just discussing that before you came on Rachel, because I got this really groovy shirt, um, that I saw, uh, an ad for on Amazon. And I, Usually I will buy an ugly Christmas sweater because we used to have, you know, the, the contest at work. So I would always want to play along, even though this year we're probably not going to do it. I ordered a really cute vintage looking bowling shirt. You have to send me a picture, I guess. It's so, we can... so adorable and I can wear it with leggings, you know. Put a little tank top under it and I'll be very yeah. festive. And and she was saying, Where did you ever find that? And I said, you know, I got a I got an ad on Facebook. And she said, I never get ads for anything except for those period panties. Yep. Can I just say I went to the period panties and on Amazon, the first thing that comes up, recommended uses for product, adult diapers. That turns me off to the product just a tad. Even though that's what I would probably use it for. I mean, because let's face it, every time I sneeze and it comes out of nowhere, I'm like, and crap. <laughs> well, and you know what? A little. It happens. They're good for that. That's something that happens to all of us, Keith. It's not just you. Right. The older you get, the weaker your bladder gets. And sometimes you sneeze and you're at work and laugh, <laughs> cough too hard. <laughs> Rachel, it. you definitely need to send me the brand you use because there's a bunch of different brands but the brand i always get sent the ads for they're 34 dollars a pair which is way more expensive than the ball hammock pants which i thought were expensive i had tom bring me a they're clean they're a clean pair that i'm looking at so they, <laughs> rachel's gonna show it's her underwear she just yeah, whipped them right off real quick maybe but here listen to See? No, but they sound different. I can't hear it's it. It's like dry. It's Do like it again when I'm not laughing. Yeah. They almost sound like they have plastic, but they don't. It's oh, that's like really the panties. Pees the best. It's almost like the top of um Jesus like the the little uh, liner top of a panty liner. You know how? Yes. Not oh, like yes, the inside, but the the top part. But the but only problem don't. is, is like those it's ones. It's not like when you walk. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, underwear say, like that hurt is, my is thigh. Is that like wearing, wearing corduroys? <laughs> so the brand, Keith, is Angel Hood. All one word, Angel, Angel Hood. Hood. <laughs> that could actually be like, is that what you Period call your underwear. vagina? <laughs> An Angel Hood? <laughs> Come on. It's my Angel Hood. That's actually <laughs> really funny. <laughs> what a strange name for panties. They have three color assortments, but... So it's a pack of six for $17.99. Wow. Do they sell them way better than these ones? Do they sell them in boy shorts? They might. Different I styles. Did see some boy oh, I see ones. them. Yeah, they are really cheap. That's way better. Okay. And I might even try are... some because, you know, sometimes I do pee a little when I Bonnie, cough. Right in the title, it says Mother Under Bump Underwear, <laughs> which is our thing. Under the Bump, baby. I don't want it they under are, the bump. I want it over the bump. And I want enough material that it covers the bump. And I don't have freaking weird ass skin hanging out of the bottom of my fucking underwear. They, like I said, they don't rub. They don't have like 
they're super soft and no, they don't make a noise. Like that's what I was afraid of that though. Keith, when I opened them up, I was like, oh, are you going to make a note? They don't. And I just wash them like normal underwear. So, well, when you were putting them to the microphone and being like, listen, I got nervous. <laughs> they're called angelhood. Is that one word or two words? One word. One word. Oh, there we go. They have thousands. They have like 5,000 reviews and they're all really good. Hmm. Who knew we were going to be recommending panties today? I know. I thought we were going to be recommending my cool um, bowling I'm shirt. I'm like super excited now. I might get some in my stocking from Santa Claus. You do Underwear. realize that now your algorithms are going to spit out more of that stuff for you. Good. That's what I want. Well, Keith was... I don't know. I want a bowling shirt. I want people to say, hey, here's a cat and a Christmas tree. <laughs> I don't know. Look up Hard Addy. Look up what? Hard Addy. That's where I bought it from. Holy crap. What unfortunate names these companies have. I know. Well, I call it a bowling shirt, but it's actually more like, you know, the kind of shirts that Kramer wears on no. Seinfeld, you know, those yes. vintage looking those shirts. Called? I have no idea, but they're, I'd they're, they're shirts. made out of like, like rayon or something that it's not, uh, it's not, not cotton. I did a search for Christmas camp shirts. And the first thing that comes up is this bright red monstrosity with reindeer on it. Ooh. Oh my God. You can see it. It's cute though. Oh. Oh, good Lord. That is actually <laughs> Oh, there's cute. like a thousand of them. Wonder if there are cats. <laughs> There's a Christmas llama. What is with everybody and the llamas? I don't. I really thought llamas would be gone by now. Look at the dog one. Speaking of sweaters, oh. I bought this bizarre sweater. Right? It's this big loose sweater. Now, you look like a flying squirrel. It itself, <laughs> yes, I am a flying squirrel. Thank you. But it a- was it was labeled as a poncho, and I was like, no, it's not. It must just be a pullover. Okay, you know what's funny? So I just, I got it on real quick out of the shower and ran downstairs. Now I have a tank top on, but I ran downstairs with nothing under it. And my husband was like, is that like for easy access? What's the deal with that thing? I was like, probably shouldn't wear it around my children. Like, hi. That would be really good for breastfeeding though. It would be. You just whip it out to the side. Side that was like what my mom would wear, like just have a boob flopping out. <laughs> She's like, whatever. I found Martha's perfect Christmas shirt. I'm sending it to y'all now. Do it. I liked your Thanksgiving shirt, Martha. Did you? It's all gravy, baby. <laughs> I you know how much in your voice. You know too. how much I love gravy. Do you guys want to hear about how horrendous my Thanksgiving was? Or I shouldn't say yeah. horrendous yes. because it ended up okay. My stove quit working halfway through cooking my turkey. Halfway. Mm-hmm. So I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning because um, Tyler's girlfriend had to work. So we were going to have dinner early. So I got up like 3 o'clock in the morning. Everything was going great. I even thought to myself, everything's going without a hitch this year. This is really great. Oh. All my casseroles were all ready to go in the oven. I had an hour left for the turkey and... I went to, um, you know, do the, what do you call it? Basting, basting. the basting. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why is my oven feel so cool? And yeah, my oven had quit working. It, my electric igniter on my gas stove went out. So it wasn't lighting. Um, I called my landlord and my neighbor that lives in the duplex that's attached to mine. Um, they've known him his whole life and he let me go over and finish cooking Thanksgiving dinner at his house. Can you believe that? She cooked Thanksgiving dinner in a stranger's oven. Yep, I sure did. I stuck my bird in somebody else's oven (laughs) last weekend. She stuck her bird in a stranger's oven. (laughs) (laughs) Not just somebody else, but a stranger. And it only cost me a piece of pie. (laughs) That's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah, but then I had to, like, you know, go outside and run back and forth between the two houses. And he just gave me a key. And he's like, here's a key. Just, you know, turn everything off when you're done. Because he wasn't even home. How nice is that? Such a nice guy. You need to bake him cookies. I know. That's what I was thinking for Christmas. Yeah. Ooh, and sausage balls. You make the best (gasps) sausage balls. I bet he would love. I hope he's not a vegetarian. I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, they're they're the worst. Wow. (laughs) 
Wow. Well, <laughs> no, no. I, I just was th- saying. Feel the hate I was, right now. No, I was thinking he would be very. People who don't eat meat get really disgusted when you present them with something that's. Yeah, but if they don't know. If that happens, just tell them that the pig died of natural causes or self-inflicted. Well, it, it was, was a roadkill pig. It's all right. Who's a roadkill? It's it's blue it bull sausage. Hog. What, do you, what do you call them hogs down there in Texas, Rachel? What do you call them? Javeliners. <laughs> it's with javeliner. Roadkill. I think they- I think they call them uh, armadillos. Just don't call them their armadillo balls. <laughs> I don't think that makes it any better. No. <laughs> I have some roadkill balls. Here, yeah, have some leprosy <laughs> balls. <laughs> can I actually, can I get that recipe from you, Bonnie? Because I want to make some this year. Sure. Yeah. I'll send it to you. The secret. I remember when I first had them, I said to Bonnie, I was like, are there Cheetos in here? They're so good. She's like, no, that's the cheese. Cause it gets kind of bubbly and crusty on the outside. It's mm-hmm. so good. Should we yeah, share? Like, oh, no, we'll do that next week. We'll share Bonnie's sausage ball recipe. I think for I Christmas. put it, I put it on the, on the uh, website last year. Yeah. But it's Christmas. So you got to reshare. Yeah. After I actually make them, because that's the only time I ever look at the recipe. I can't remember it from. Yeah. Speaking of um, interesting recipes and stuff, I recently started following Drew Barrymore on TikTok, who does like, she made corn casserole on her TikTok, and that's what made me want to make it. Bonnie has a really serious girl crush on Drew Barrymore. I know. And you know, I don't, I don't. I mean, serious. I don't fan out. She peeps, man. She bought a book while we were in Target the other day. Of, I've never seen Bonnie Bonnie purchase a book at Target before. Maybe you weren't with me. It's only happened once Was or it twice. A it's like a cooking book, home kind of book. It's just a little bit of an autobiography. I haven't really read it yet. I just saw it and wanted it. I wish Megan was here about this because, you know, I don't often fan out on very many stars. Yeah. There's not very many people I've, that I I've really want to know I've about their life. I've never seen it life. in my life. It's so weird, you guys. And, but Drew Barrymore is one of the ones that I just, I really love. And I don't know why I like her so much. I, just She's just so real. Like, yeah. I think that we could be friends Have you ever seen that show where she she's a zombie? God, that's so cool. <laughs> yes. I love, I love that, that show, show with the spider ball. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I don't like zombie shows, but I watched it because Drew Mary, Barrymore was on Drew it. Drew Mary Bore? Mary Bore. <laughs> Oh, her. is it the Santa Clarita diet? Yeah. 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 Hold on, I gotta prepare. <laughs> now she's talking about <laughs> Drew. She has to fancy herself up first <laughs> for this audio podcast. <laughs> I read Wildflower by Drew Barrymore, which is an autobiography. And it's the second one that she's written. So she just kind of reflects a little bit on her past life, on her childhood and everything. And but a lot of it's about more of her adult life and thing that she's done as an adult to try to improve herself because and I didn't know a lot of this about Drew Barrymore because I don't really follow the tabloids. I don't gossip about actors or actresses. It's just I just don't do that. And um but she kind of had a rough childhood, you know, child actor in the in the 80s and everything, you know, same as a lot of the different child actors kind of went through except her mom kind of didn't really keep a tight rein on her and let her be a child so she kind of grew up fast and she was emancipated at the age of 14 so she actually ended up renting an apartment and living by herself at the age of 14 so yeah that's I mean, that's just amazing in itself. I mean, I think back to when I was 14. At 14, I couldn't do yeah. anything on my own. I can't imagine. Sarah, you can't even drive. When I was 14, I'm I used sure to wear ponytails but... on the sides of my head because they did on Mork and Mindy. <laughs> Come on. I had a side ponytail a side and ponytail. it was pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? I mean, at 14, you can't fend for yourself. Yeah, Clearly, 14, she did. still doing but... dumb shit. Well, I think she, she might have done too. some dumb shit at 14, too. Well, right. she just, talks She talks about some of the dumb shit that she did 
you know, as she grew up and everything. But I think one of the things that I love about her is that she owns it. She's like, that's awesome. Yeah. She, and she's telling like these funny stories about things that she did, like when she was like 20 and 19 and, you know, she got drunk at the bar and rammed her Bronco through a gate because she missed the, the, wherever she had parked, I guess they had a closing time and she wasn't going to leave her vehicle there. So she just kept ramming her Bronco into the <laughs> gate until she finally broke through, then ended up doing all this damage on her vehicle. And I mean, she wouldn't have normally done it, but you know, it was like, you know, New Year's Eve or something like that. And, you know, they'd all been out to the bar and she just, you know, she's like, fuck that. I'm not leaving my car here, but she owns it. She owns the stupid shit she does and she learns from it. That's good. And that's mm -hmm. the point of growing up is you know looking back and like going well yeah that was fun and crazy but we're not gonna do that anymore yes rachel yeah. does she address the monstrosity that was her marriage to tom green i was gonna ask that too um just briefly just briefly she doesn't talk a lot about other people that no. she's come in contact with in her life only brief little tidbits which is great because she's not like, you know, stabbing people in the back on her autobiography. So, you know, yeah, kudos I to mean, her for that, too. That's nice. It's pretty rare. I was just curious, like, the decision making, because they just seem so different. Yeah, she does talk about right? her marriages and um, so on and so forth. And she talks about being a mom and how... One of the funniest stories in the book, I think, is she's talking about, and I think it's the her last marriage. I don't think she's married to this guy anymore, but they were they were just um, engaged at the time, I believe. But she decided that she's going to decide that she's like you know this wonderful homemaker and you know brilliant in the kitchen, and she decides she's going to make these pancakes. And she keeps fucking up these pancakes and dumping them out and having to make another batch. And then <laughs> she did something wrong on the other batch. So she made another batch of pancakes, but she wanted these to be perfect. So she ends up making these pancakes like three times and finally gets a batter that is right, that looks right. And so she's making these pancakes and everything and she feeds them to her fiance and, uh, he likes them and she's like, oh, thank goodness. I went to all this work, but they're good. And then all of a sudden he jumps up and starts throwing up in the bathroom and says, I don't think they were done in the middle. <laughs> oh, oh no. so girl. To all that. But doesn't that sound like something like a, that would happen like I in your kitchen or my kitchen? I know that I've had some. Well, I do stuff ups. like leave a really important ingredient out. You yeah, know, well, like, maybe I'm you like don't sure like poison people, but make, make pancakes and then realize I forgot the eggs or the sugar or yeah. something yeah. super important. So then you bite into them, you go. Bleh! Yeah, but I mean, the point is, is that we've all had those little mess ups and it's just refreshing to hear, I don't know, somebody that you have like a girl crush on is like a normal person. Mm -hmm. And she is a reader because she talks about reading. Mm, maybe she'll maybe if we uh, tweet her about this she'll listen to our podcast i actually sent her a message on tiktok and told her i was going to review oh, her book did you she didn't message me back well, though try on twitter too <laughs> if at first you don't succeed try try again i just like her we're gonna think you're a weird stalker lesbian dude well, I'm not going to stalk her. I She's just... not a lesbian either. <laughs> <laughs> I just pull that in with as much as we talk about about penis i don't i don't think if she <laughs> yeah if she listens to it she's not gonna she's not gonna she's just really relatable to to people to like a normal person like me because like even though part of her childhood really sucked she learned from it grew from it and now she's doing better in life now she's you know made changes and now she's a different person and I think a lot of people can say the same thing. 
And I don't know, in all her movies, just she just seems so real. She doesn't seem fake. And you know, I don't like fake people. That just ruins everything for me. That just means she's a good actor, Bonnie. I think she's just like that in real life. She's don't just like that don't burst my bubble, man. She's like that in real life. <laughs> she would be friends with us. She, I bet she would be friends with us because we're super fucking cool. Yeah, exactly. Yep. We're awesome. I mean, who wouldn't want to be friends with us? Yeah. I mean, even <laughs> oh, though she... <laughs> I know lots of people would not want to be friends with us. <gasps> yeah, lots of people. Oops. But I mean, she's she's just made really great progress in her life. I mean, she has um, like a makeup line. She has a production company. I mean, she produces movies. She produced um, Fifty First Dates. I, oh. Wait, that might have been Adam Sandler's Adam Sandler and yes. her together. But she's done some other movies that I've read. She went over and um, helped um, better schools in Africa. Mm. And I mean, actually went and stayed there and worked on a school like herself. It wasn't just a promotional, take my picture with these poor African children, publicity kind of stunt. She actually went over there by herself, didn't tell anyone, no cameras, no nothing. And I mean, I just think that's great. I think it's wonderful. And yes, I have a big girl crush on her. It's okay to have a crush. Because she's awesome. You'd probably dump me in a hot second if she wanted to be your bestie. I might have to share. Dude, I'll cut a bitch. (laughs) You shank a bitch right in the kidney. (laughs) Maybe a three-way best friend. Hmm. Well, we could say this for sure, though. Vani's got a thing for blondes. (laughs) I kind of do. Accurate. kind of do. Accurate. But only in my women. I like my men Swarthy. She likes swarthy. Swarthy men. Swarthy men. Swarthy fishermen bearded particularly. <laughs> I'm watching yeah. flannel. Yeah. <laughs> I need some rough calloused hands. You stay away from my husband. <laughs> he's, he's blonde. You're fine. Yeah. And that again was called Wildflower by Drew Barrymore. And I want to read her first autobiography. It little, little girl, girl lost little girl lost but i can't find it anywhere send it out to our army of book girls who might see it at a yard sale or at a goodwill shop or you know someplace like that if you see it someplace like that and you get it cheap i see one hardcover on amazon for only 55 bucks that's not yeah, so bad how much was it I 600 Woo. yeah well the the end uh, the andrew tchaikowski one that i want is 600 but anyways Cool. Well, guess what? You get a commercial right in the middle, but it's for a really good cause because we get to visiting and we always forget to talk about the important stuff, such as our fantastic supporters. We now have a Patreon account. So if you haven't seen it yet, we encourage you to check that out so that you can help us pay the bills. Our book girl tribe are the very best people and the best of the best. That would be our Patreon subscribers. Thank you very much to Taylor Seidel, Lacey Kemp, Shona Lawrence, Annie Parlock, Monica Cook, Megan Garrett, Abby Reed, Jamie Shetrone, Farrah Lanners, Morgan Vaughn, Brittany Bradford, and our newest member, Meredith Crosby. Thanks, guys. What does this membership get you? It gets you all the behind-the-scene clips, all the stuff I have to cut out of the podcast every week, plus exclusive episodes, and there's one there waiting for you right now. Please go join our Patreon and help us out. We appreciate you. You can find it at our Facebook page, or you can head over to our website, threebookgirls.com. There's something you can do right now, which would really help us out. Go to the app that you use to get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Be sure to like and subscribe. And now, back to the show. All right. Keith. So I read a kind of Rachel-esque book. Really? So we're going to have two Rachel-esque books today. I mean, it's also dirty, but because, you know. Oh, well, Rachel will especially... She will especially <laughs> I mean, like that's, it. Then. That's Rachel too. So, yeah. the book I read it's called "There Are No Saints" by Sophie Lark. It's actually it's a duology. So there are two books, and they're both out now, and they're both on Kindle Unlimited. If anybody has that, so you can read them for free. Um, 
So this story is about two very famous authors who live in San Francisco and they're rival artists. And they're both kind of, um, I guess you would call it mixed media. Like they, so they don't paint exactly. They do sculptures and all sorts of other interesting things. And they're always competing for prizes and for competitions. And you find out very, very early on, they are both serial killers. <gasps> <laughs> and each knows that the other is a serial killer. One of them, it, his name is Shaw, and he, every, all his work are like these big, garish, bright colors. And um, he kills in threes and he kills young women. And he is very rage kill kind of serial killer. Like he goes above and beyond and just does nasty things to women and that leaves their bodies. And the police know about him. I forget what he's called, something fun like the Bay, the Bay Killer, the Killer on the Bay or something like that. So that's Shaw. And then we have Cole and he comes from money. Uh, so he has just tons of money at his disposal. Shaw does too, because obviously they're very famous and they've made tons of money on their art. But uh, Cole is very methodical and very serious and very quiet. And nobody really knows about the people he's killed. And when he kills, he leaves no remains, like he leaves nothing amiss. And he kills people who deserve to be killed. Ah, uh, like a Dexter. In his mind, yes. Like he just doesn't go out and find people. They're people he thinks really deserves to be killed. So uh, they are at an art show and there's this young lady there one night. And Cole, our serious artist, just kind of sees her out of the corner of his her, of his eye and she spill someone spills wine on her dress and she, Mar, her name is Mara she's very poor she's like this struggling artist so she has one nice dress so what she does is she goes in the bathroom and when she comes back out she's taken like a whole bottle of wine and just made the whole dress wine colored oh and he thinks that is freaking amazing and he just thinks, wow, that was really clever. And then he goes back on to his, you know, his life. Well, the competing artist noticed that this guy, Cole, noticed the girl. So of course he takes Mara, tries to make her one of his victims. So he takes her, he does bizarre stuff to her, pierces her nipples. Like this is all really quick in the book. And he takes her and basically leaves her for dead. And she's just really near death. And he leaves her in front of Cole's, um, he's got like a place where he dumps bodies and they're never found. And this other guy, Shaw, leaves her in front of this place as if to say, I noticed that you noticed that chick. You seemed like you liked her. So look what I did for you. So here she is. But he doesn't kill her, but he leaves her like four dead and he leaves her as like a present for this guy because he's always trying to like kind of suck up to him. And so Mara is dying really close to death and she never sees Shaw because he kind of just knocks her over the head. She's blindfolded the whole time, but she sees Cole. He's coming back from a body dump and he sees her near death and he just and he knows that Shaw left this girl for him and he's like I'm not gonna play this game and he just walks away and leaves her there but she sees him she's somehow by the grace of God she's like a fighter and manages to crawl back the police find her they think that she's been a, a victim of this serial killer by the bay guy and so they question her but she hasn't seen him but she did see this other guy. When Cole finds out, and he has so much money that it's ridiculous, and he has art spaces, and when he finds out that she has lived, he is intrigued as hell. So he makes it his mission to be her mentor in the art world. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So (laughs) she notices that he did not help her when she yeah. was near death mm-hmm. and now he's decided to be her mentor. What the fuck? Yeah, because that's the kind of disturbed fuck he is. So he's helping her 
Why is she fine with it? Well, here's the thing. She knows that there's this brilliant artist named um, Cole, whatever his last name is, and he's helping her, but she has never seen him. When she does finally see him in person, she um, automatically says to the police, okay, okay, this guy, he didn't do it, but he was there. And they don't believe her because they're like, you were so low on blood, like you were hallucinating. This guy is huge in the community. He's like way above board. So no one believes her and she is just so pissed off. But at the same time, she has not two nickels to rub together and he's offering her free space to create mm. her art, which she desperately needs. He's offering her like a job, all this stuff. And nobody believes her. And this is the whole intro to this two book series that is so phenomenally crazy and intense and dark because Cole, he is so amazed that this woman saved herself and is so strong. He never has feelings. He has no emotions. He's very not empathetic to anything. He's very cold. And yet this woman in her strength has caused him to feel something for the first time in his life. Hmm. So he becomes kind of obsessed with her. And so the whole series, uh, the two books deal with the relationships between these three people, because obviously the guy who left her as a present is going to, at some point, realize that she's alive too. Hmm. The two books focus on the relationships between the three and the fact that now their secret is open to another person. Hmm. It is, it is phenomenally dark. It is really, really spicy. It was so crazy. I could not put this book. The first book came out and then I had to wait for the second book and I was dying and I only had to wait a month. And I knew I could not review this until both books were out because it is terrible to have to wait that long for the conclusion. But now they are both out and they are both free if you have Kindle Unlimited. So now I knew I could review it without feeling bad. <laughs> and that was called There Are No Saints by Sophie Lark. Ms. Rachel? That actually sounds really good, Keith. I think I saw that on Kindle, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy them. Dude, I think you would like it. It's creepy as fuck. I mean, if it's creepy and dirty, I'm in. Um, yep. Okay, so this week uh, is a repeat author for me. So I'm not sure how many books this author has had. This is the third book I've read and the third book I have loved of theirs. Um, so if you're familiar with the books behind closed doors and the breakdown by BA Paris. Um, I'm this, which I loved both of those this week. I'm reviewing um, the therapist by BA Paris. This novel centers around not necessarily married, but a couple who's just moved in together named Alice and Leo. Alice in particular is our main character and they've moved into this beautiful home in what's called the circle um, in London. And, you know, one of the main reasons they've moved into this home is because um, their relationship has been mainly being together on the weekends because of Leo's job, right? So, so because they are not married, Leo actually buys the house and then Alice and he move in, right? Well, um, you know, Alice wants to get to know her neighbors in the beginning and Leo's very hesitant and all these things. And she's just not sure why. And she's like, well, I'm going to do this because I want to live here. And um, so she does. But she also kind of notices um, she gets a bit of a weird vibe from some of the in particular female neighbors. But she's not really sure why. Well, Alice comes to learn not from her significant other who purchased the home, but from a stranger, and I can't tell you who that stranger is, but she learns that there was a brutal murder that took place in her home roughly a year ago. And the murder happened in the bedroom, the master bedroom, where of course they sleep. And so Alice is very, very unhappy with this. And also to learn that the 
the woman who was murdered has the same name as her sister who died when she was 19. Um, because Alice's parents and sister all died in a, a car accident when Alice was 19. So she feels even more of this connection, right? And <clears throat> But things start to spiral a bit with, you know, she wants to build friends within the neighborhood, but she also wants to learn why she wasn't informed of the history of her home, um, which leads to obvious questions about her partner and about the incident and murder itself. Uh, so I kind of thought I had it figured out, but I didn't. And in, in true fashion of BA Paris, it was a twisty ride. I did find Alice a little bit irritating um, at times just because, you know, for me, I guess if I found out someone was murdered in a place I was living, for me, it wouldn't be that big of a deal just because I don't necessarily subscribe to, you know, the the home holding on to the spirits or whatever has happened there. So for me, it wouldn't have bothered me as much. Um, but some of the other aspects definitely would, right? Not being informed and then the other things that go along with that, which you have to read the book to find out about. But, um, and the reason it's called, well, there are some, there's a couple of reasons it's called The Therapist, but one of the reasons that it, the book has this name is because Nina, the woman who was murdered, was a therapist. Um, and so that has a bit to do with with some things in the book and speculation, things like that. You do have a very brief picture uh, inside Nina's head, but only for a few chapters, not very much. And so it it's very much centered on Alice and and things like that going on. But it was it was a ride. Um, and like I said, it I thought I had it figured out and I, I definitely didn't. So I, I actually gave it five stars. I did see some hate about it, stating that a lot of people or some people didn't like it as much as Behind Closed Doors um, or The Breakdown. I thought it was right on par. So I hope I hope this author keeps writing because I love it. Uh, again, that was The Therapist by B.A. Paris. Well, I was going to do a thriller, but I decided that since we're very thriller heavy at the moment, I would review something <laughs> else and save my thriller for next week. I'm going to review a book called Hench by Natalie Zena Walshots. And this is this is a very interesting kind of book. I've I've read a couple of similar books before. It's actually about a henchwoman. So the main character, that's what she does. That's what her living is. She does kind of background work, clerical type work. And when we begin the story, Anna is working for a criminal named the electric eel. It's kind of one of those, there's a lot of funny little, you know how I love my funny, but the book overall is not really funny. It's mostly, mostly just a really good, I can imagine this book being made into a series. Of course, pretty much all the books I read, I can imagine being made into a series, but this particular one, because she was actually a temp at the time that she was working for this guy, what happens next really kind of complicates matters for her because the electric heel kind of takes a liking to her and invites her along on a job. And she goes to the job and a superhero shows up and knocks her across the room and she breaks her leg. It basically just shatters her lower leg. And... She's only a temp, so the electric eel just fires her. I'm really confused by the electric eel. Is it an actual, like, electric eel, or is no, that just, like, a that's, funny name? that's his name. Uh, one of his, right. one of his, um, I know, I do really, read really weird books, so that was a good question. Well, I was only half paying attention, and then I heard an electric eel <laughs> took her to yeah, a job yeah. interview, and there was a superhero there that... And I was very confused. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So that's his his superpower or villain power or whatever has to do with his electrical ability. So that's why gotcha. he's called the electric eel. And I don't remember the name of the superhero that... Anyway, the superhero that ends up injuring her, as, as part of what she does when she's recovering, 
she she moves in with a friend so that she'll have somebody to help her out and whatnot and she gets obsessed with the idea that this superhero is a menace because every time he goes to save the day a bunch of people get hurt and killed so she makes it her mission to calculate the cost of his saving people which is really kind of cool and because she's doing this she starts writing like i want to say it's a blog or something like that and she she catches the eye of another supervillain and she goes to work for him and she becomes like his right hand man and her moniker is the accountant and it's just a really cool like alternate twist on a superhero novel and of course it's a debut so that makes me super excited to put it out there for the rest of the world to catch on to because it really was it was super well written it was really kind of an interesting I I liked all the characters that were involved there were a lot of really cool little I don't know maybe dark humor bits in it but at the same time, it also had a lot of the feel of what a real superhero movie would have in it. The thing I like the very best about it, though, guys, there was zero romance in this novel. You, every single thing I have read recently, especially stuff written by women, it's like there has to be a guy involved. You know, there has to be some kind of a romantic entanglement to make it interesting enough for a us to like well guess what i fucking hate that so the fact that this book had zero romance in it just made my heart so happy because it was really about her as a woman and her strength as a villain i guess you want to call her a villain um but she didn't feel like a villain to me it was like more of a an anti-hero i don't know what you want to call it um, but I thought it was really excellent. I enjoyed every minute of this novel right up to the very end, which was actually kind of surprising because usually it'll get right to the end and I'll be like, oh man, they screwed it up. But it was actually pretty good. I didn't quite give it five stars, but maybe I should because she's a debut. Okay. I'm bumping her up. She's getting five stars because really... For a first attempt, this book was super brilliant. Yes. <laughs> what? We we don't get participation trophies here. What? You bumped her up because she's a debut. Well, no, I'm really bumping her up because it was a good book. And it was like four and a half, four and three quarters. I'm giving her extras because she was so good first out of the gate. I think you do get participation trophies. And she only bumped her down because she wanted to know more, which bodes very well for the author that she wanted to hear more about i think you're getting okay. lenient getting lenient right. with i'm those stars. not getting lenient i'm telling you this was a really good book i enjoyed it it was so entertaining that i was completely absorbed the whole time and besides i just really think she's got potential to be really excellent and yeah i'm gonna have to buy a copy for my shelf now not everybody's gonna think this is a five-star read but my special requirements were all met. And therefore, I'm giving it five stars. It's what matters. It's right. what matters is it's what for you me. think. I think it's a fabulous book. And I think some of the people that enjoy the kinds of books that I enjoy will really like this book as well. Anyway, for those of you who are going to rush right out and buy that, which you should because it was good. It was called Hench by Natalie Zena wall shots that's definitely a cool. mr keith book too we really like exploring that whole superheroes why are they why do we consider them heroes what makes the villains the villains because isn't it all how you look at it kind of thing yeah and aren't there people out there with special powers that's like eh, yeah i can do this special thing but who wants to save the world that's too much trouble <laughs> i'm gonna watch well, british bake-off instead <laughs> well and if if a hero in saving the world kills like your entire family is he really a hero see that's one of the things that makes this book so cool is that you're able to 
really rethink a lot of the things you might... For me, I was thinking constantly about all of the collateral damage that Superman might have done, throwing just, all that shit yeah, around. I just have to say that happened in the Incredibles movie. Somebody sued the the well, superheroes, yeah, right? and that's yeah. they, what that's why they went into hiding. Yeah, that's true. Because that's they got one sued. of the reasons I liked that because you don't ever hear about that stuff, and it is really like a big deal because in all those superhero mm-hmm. movies. They're like crushing stuff. Plus, like all the buildings are down. And- plus the fact that, that the main character is a woman and yeah. she goes through so many different things during this book and she ends up still remaining a strong female character without some man coming to save the day. And I thought that was really fantastic. Exactly. We do like she's our strong women. Guy. She's just someone finding a job. <laughs> exactly. She was a temp and somebody fucked her over and she got her shit yeah. back. So that was awesome. And there were a lot of other cool little story points that I'm not going to share because then that would wreck the book for you when you read it. Yeah, I definitely need to read that. It That's really cool. was excellent. I'm I'm a I'm a big fan already. And hopefully she's on Twitter because I'm going to tweet her too <laughs> and tell her how much I Yay, love her book. Natalie All right, guys. Awesome. What do we go back to now? Ball hammock. We're going to go. Because <laughs> I just like saying it. We're going to go back ball to the hammock. hammock. Go back to the ball hammock ball again. Hammock. I Damn, I just like that word. It's like Consuela. Banana hammock, like it's yeah, just it's a ball hammock. Princess Consuela banana Thank hammock. Thank you. Excuse me, did I miss something here? That's what Phoebe changes Phoebe her name to. Name she changes she her, name her name to Con- Princess Consuela banana hammock when she goes she down to know what a banana hammock is. Yeah, to change her name when she gets married to Mike, who oh is also Paul Rudd and who I love also. I really miss that entire. Oh my god, it's hilarious it. because then he yeah. says he's going to change his name to shitbag. <laughs> I totally or actually like, I think I he said mind. crap bag because I mean yeah. it's, it's TV crap they bag, can't yeah. to crap she's bag like, I don't mind until she tries to introduce him to someone and she's like this is my husband his <laughs> name is crap <laughs> Princess Consuela banana hammock it sounds like and I'm reading the second dungeon dungeon crawler Carl right now Ooh. Princess Donut is you know the cat's name right exactly yeah so good oh my gosh so so this is like (laughs) banana so now ball hammock it's a hammock for the balls it's it's like a relaxing vacation for the balls after after tyler gets (laughs) his underwear and tries it i'll I'll, a speedo is for boys listen Listen, i'm just glad i was here today because i didn't know about this and i i know know, right are you gonna buy some are you gonna buy some for tom yeah she is yes you know i have a set of balls in my life that i think could use some comfort and you know it's good to know i have options exactly so she doesn't have to walk around with her hands cupping his balls all well, day. Don't you usually Ultimate keep those room. in your purse, Rachel? <laughs> she can keep him wrapped in the ball hammock in her purse. That way her peppermints don't get stuck to them. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Wait, what? It's disgusting. The peppermints in your purse don't get stuck to his balls. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do love peppermints, and I can't miss those babies. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking die over here. Although it I might want smell my that shit. Just pulling the just sprinkle some little pep dust in there and smell all right. <laughs> exactly. Keeps them nice and fresh. Minty yeah. fresh. Little peppermint yeah. dust. <laughs> we lost Martha. She fell. She's gone. She's gone. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Maybe I'll make something that I'll make the balls minty fresh. I could, I could really use that in my maybe life. We need, like, know, to, right? Maybe we need to. Maybe we need to create. You brush your teeth and please they your man all at them. the same time. Maybe. Wait a minute, honey. <laughs> Rachel, they already have a product? <laughs> because I really yeah. need this in my life. You know what? Life. They totally so, missed they that. Made... They missed it. What? Yeah, we did. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. <laughs> 
Uh-oh. They can't said, tell us because they're dead. I said, you know, they need a product that you can, that's minty fresh so you can brush your teeth and please your man at the same time. <laughs> wait a minute, honey. I'm minute, trying honey. to work up a lather. I don't have enough foam. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. The head movement really did it for me. <laughs> don't get it in my hair. <laughs> We have to quit now yeah. because I can't. I can't go anymore. <laughs> That's you, have you ever had that not so fresh feeling? Well, just spray this on your husband's balls and ha, 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 go to town. There you go. They make dude wipes. They make. Have you ever heard of? I think it's Doctor Squatch, like the soap and different stuff. Yeah. Okay. So why not? Yeah, but yeah, why not make wash. something that tastes good too at the same time? I mean. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you can't just be like, hey, go wash your balls before we get. You know what? You, like, it should be. It I should do. be like a spritz, <laughs> a spritz. That's what I mean. Yeah. A spritz. Because yeah. then you're like in the act. You're like, oh, OK. It has to be warming yeah, because if you spritz right? something right. cold on your husband's balls, they just <laughs> shrink. Right I up. will have to say just well, from okay. experience and I have no clue where. I got All this from, for men. but there was some Sack spray, some bot, edible body bad? butter that I had one time. Ew. But yeah, edible no body way. butter, it wasn't sticky. I don't know what this was because every other one that I've had has been sticky, but this was not sticky and it tasted good. Sack spray? <laughs> is it available on Amazon? <laughs> yeah, that's where I found it. <laughs> So, so it's the ball hammock it's and the sack spray. When you don't have together. access to your ball hammock, good. then we suggest the sack favorite. spray. Is the sack okay, spray so tasty? Well, here here is the product Chocolate. description. It is by the brand Ballsy Sack. It is Ballsy <laughs> Sack spray. It is right on It has it neutralizes odor and skin irritation with tea tree and aloe vera extracts. It is cruelty and sulfate free. Yeah, but no, it's you know what we need we need a woman centered ball sack spray okay. that would be tasty as well. Oh, they make a ball toner. So that you could spritz them hey. before. So it's a it's a pre pre play spray. Oh, I found your nut butter. And it's called nut butter. Yeah, that's that's edible, and it kind of. No, it has the conversations we get into on this podcast. I don't know if I've ever eucalyptus is in like, like cough drops and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, but eucalyptus has that cooling thing, and you know, shrinkage. Hello, I'm gonna. I don't want my mouth going numb. From what my husband has told me, they like the cooling because it gets hot and swampy down there. They want the cooling. Really? They don't like the warming. And the numbing is good because it um, helps the gag reflex. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point, actually. Huh. I mean, for people who have. <laughs> no, about you. But... I really want to find a chocolate flavored spray because I'd be all over that. I'm today. saying we should be entrepreneurs, you guys. You know, get some tasty ball spray and and... That could be a thing. You know, I'm tempted to buy the sack spray. <laughs> well, okay. it would go so nicely with the sack hammock. Stocking stuffer. Right. They you have put, it, a, put it together. They have a whole line. So they have ball guard liquid powder. <laughs> they have. Oh, wait. What else we got here? Did you see the gift box? The gift box is called Keep Your Jewels Jolly. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> They have a ball wash that's for nuts, butts, and body. <laughs> I love it. Smell incredible. Oh, my God. Is that seriously the tagline? <laughs> this company's great. <sighs> I really want to buy this. You can buy a, it all together. Oh, the ball wash also has charcoal in it, so detoxifies. Mm -hmm. Oh God! Now this is—we're getting into goop territory here. I think we're gonna. You want to detoxify your balls? Don't want any toxins resting in the sack. Put this patch on your balls, and the next morning it's all black. That means that you've detoxified your balls. Come on now, Jesus. or you need to see a doctor. Ball cream. I don't care if they itch. I just want them to smell good. 
<laughs> no, but at least if they don't itch, you don't have to watch them. We need to give this to all of Major League Baseball because I'm really right? tired of watching that. Itch their balls. <laughs> Yeah, I still think that we are missing an entrepreneurial opportunity here, ladies. I agree. We need something tasty. I'm thinking you just do a little spritz on there beforehand and everybody's happier. See, I'm okay with the mint. I'm okay with the mint. Minty would be good, but I don't know how that would feel. They to... do they do make flavored lube, and the mint flavor is not bad. Yeah, I've had that. but mm. that's so, I don't know. If I'm going to eat lube, I want it to taste like something good. I like the spritzy idea. No, it comes, okay, I've had several different flavors. They're not bad. Because I don't like the texture of lube. I'm not interested in eating yeah. it. I, I would rather well, have well, a nice Well, it's not spritz. like you're going to, like eat it out of the tube or something no but when you put it on it's that <laughs> it's just supposed to texture. be it's just supposed to like be a flavor yeah it's not, not like a, i mean it, it's the not supposed to make you want to bite <laughs> <laughs> stop with the teeth already God, we, megan would be losing her mother <laughs> freaking mind right now she would not be able to stand it I think okay, she, Megan I, is blushing from afar right now. What? Can I say something that would, okay, Vani likes the mint idea. I have heard yeah. mints in your mouth while you do it. I've heard that that's oh, kind I've of done, pleasurable. I've done that. And yeah. I got to say though. It. And the ice cube, did you side, do like, have you ever done like the ice cube? I've oh, done ice cubes. On the other side, go ahead. I'm interested. On the other side, if you really want I read a book and people were, and then people said, oh, that's totally true. If you really, you're pissed off at somebody and you eat like jalapeno <gasps> and then you, that really fucks people up. <laughs> so fuck with me. Cause I've got jalapenos. Yeah. Don't well, next fight time with me and husband, then want a blowjob. <laughs> next time your husband really pisses you off, you know what to do. And that's going to do it for. Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow them on TikTok, YouTube, and check out their website at threebookgirls.com. And join the group Three Book Girls Tribe on Facebook. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend or join them at one of their live events. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.